The MMA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today and bet $100 to get $100 at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. State restrictions do apply. We're also brought to you by the College Basketball Experience. March Madness is heating up, and you need to subscribe to the College Basketball Experience. It's awesome, baby. Hi, yo, DeGenerinos, and welcome to the MMA Gambling Podcast and the Sports Gambling Podcast Number Episode 304 goes out to Kevin Durant. He's my my guy, Kevin Durant, now that he's on the Phoenix Suns, and I have not uh, dedicated an episode to him yet, and he's taking the court, or he took the court, haha, because it's Thursday already. He took the court last night against, I can't remember who they're playing, and I'm sure he did. <laughs> I'm sure he got fantastic. He did really, really good, because we are not doing this in advance, and I know he did really good. So this goes out to Kevin Durant, because he needs more things to go right in his life for sure thanks for coming to the show i am jeff chalks fox one of the hosts here uh this is not a kevin durant uh, podcast this is a ufc podcast and we have a big one this week the ufc edition us up ufc 285 on saturday we did all the prelims all nine prelim fights yesterday so make sure you go back and check out that podcast this one is all about the main card the pay-per-view portion um including our locks dogs props and hungry man junk superfan parlay can't do any of it without the brains behind the operation, Daniel Gumby Reeland. So let's bring him in now. Hello. Hey. Uh, yeah. Um, what are you going to push back on there? Um, maybe that Durant did well. Uh, yeah. Maybe, <laughs> yeah. He probably didn't play much. I'm guessing. Yeah. He's he's getting he's getting his feet wet in a new place. So maybe yeah. maybe, maybe he had a light day. Yeah. We we haven't looked at the box score yet. That's that's what <laughs> uh, I haven't recorded. Yeah. That's what happened. Hey. There um, you go. Yeah. Um. Is John Jones pulled out yet? Do we know that yet? As no, of recording, no, although right? we, I think we've dealt with four days of Vegas Jones, though. Uh, oh, yeah. Vegas, Vegas John is a scary proposition. It's true. Even Dana White said that. And that's when you, uh, you know, it's uh, it's it's a thing if Dana White's willing to admit it. Um, yeah, hopefully it is still uh, a, a go um, as we're speaking to you here, because it's a, a very interesting fight. One that I think I'm speaking on your behalf as well. It's a hard one to pick the main event, right? Yeah, it's a pretty hard one to pick. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But we're, we don't start at the main event. We start at the uh, at the starting of the card, and we move our way up there. So we should do that soon. Maybe in case people didn't listen to the last episode, which they should, uh, maybe you should remind everyone about the contest we have going on. Yeah, make sure to pop in the uh, Discord, sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord, and check up our props contest. There's still chances to win, even if you haven't gotten in on it before. So make sure you pop in there, check out all the rules, and get your uh, get your props ready. Someone's got to take down Dredney. Because uh, Dredney is being a bully in there, and he's he's winning. He's not a bully on the Discord. He's a bully in the contest because he just wins and wins and wins. He hasn't won anything yet. He's in the lead. How about we'll, we'll say that? He, he's getting pretty close to clinching. <laughs> <laughs> he's got some big. He's got some big hits there. Has he? He hasn't hit for a few weeks at least, right? He hit last week. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Man, he, had, he, had, he had Tatiana Suarez by submission. Ever since he changed his avatar to Fiona Apple, he's unstoppable. So <laughs> uh, it, it's got to be, it's got to be that. Um, all right. Maybe before we move on, hey, maybe that can be your musical artist for March, Dan, Fiona Apple. I know Fiona Apple. 
<laughs> well, oh, it has to be someone you don't know. Yeah, Dan yeah, listens yeah. to Dan listens to new music every month, and he gets really mad when I ask him who he's listening to because apparently he doesn't <laughs> he doesn't decide until the middle of the month. I'm supposed to know these things and remember, so he got all he got all uh, snippy with me. So anyhow, listen to Fiona Apple. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, I will. <laughs> also, go to WinBet. How about WinBet is the official online sportsbook of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. WinBet is active in a bunch of states, and there are tons of ways to win, including live betting and same game parlays. AKA WinBets, build your own bet. March Madness is almost here. Plus, they have plenty of ways to win. Getting down on the NBA, NHL, or and or XFL. Sign up today to receive a special offer: bet hundred dollars, get hundred dollars. Limited to state availability. And of course, for the gens only, if you hit the biggest long shot parlay of the week, you get a thousand dollars free credit. So much to choose from, and all you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet so they know we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. Offer subject to change, terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where playthrough winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Definitely get into the SGPN merch store as well, because the merch store continues to add new items to the store every day. Head over to store.sportsgamblingpodcast.com to get your favorite shirts, hats, sweats, and hoodies. Definitely going to want to get some MMA gambling podcast gear. Definitely going to want to get some gear for the March basketball that, that is uh, happening very soon. We have a lot of uh, shirts playing off of that. Uh, lots of fun stuff. So lots of new items, as I said. So check that out. Uh, there's a new uh, St. Patrick's Day uh, shirt in there, too. So make sure you get in to store.sportsgamblingpodcast.com. All right. Want to hear some good news, Gumby? Sure. This was 20 <laughs> to 25 centimeters of snow on Friday. Do you, want to put, do you want to put that in real measurements for yeah. us? Well, what, for you Americans, let me see. I, I'm going to Google and notice what that means. Uh, I think that's about eight inches, right? Eight to ten inches of snow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm actually good with the conversion. I, oh, yeah, okay. I, I know. I'm, yeah, I know I was not going to do that, but yeah, I, I got I'm not, it. Yeah, uh, the, we just, the kids just missed school on Monday because uh, so much snow and ice. And looks like they're going to miss school on Friday again, too. They're having like three-day school, school weeks constantly. It's great. It's that, just great. That's good stuff. It is great. And, and right. some of it's because you guys keep making up holidays like family day. Yeah. <laughs> the American complains about our holidays. Uh, President's <laughs> Day coming up, right? Because some presidents oh, were born once. Already done. We, oh, we, got through, right. yeah, we already got through that. We don't have uh, any We don't have any March holidays that we get oh, time really? off for. St. Patrick's nah, Day really. you should have off, right? Yeah. No, that's just the Irish, I think. That's true. March Madness as well. All right. You should have, after this weekend, this big bash of a weekend everyone's gonna act like john jones they're gonna need monday off uh usc 285 jones versus gain is this weekend uh march 4th t-mobile arena paradise nevada it's gonna happen right i think so okay all right because uh connor uh, heavy hands has been uh he's been saying john jones is gonna pull out he's still saying it now even though we're a few days away from the the event so well if, if we he shall... does if he does <laughs> they apparently have a backup uh yes true sergey pavlovich you Which almost had it right. You predicted it was going to be his opponent, uh, Blades, but instead it's Pavlovich. Yeah, I knew it was somebody from that matchup. Yeah, no one's going to want to fight Blades, especially on short notice. So, yeah, uh, I can I can see that. All right, um, we're going to start with a squash match. Middleweight, <laughs> yeah. Bo Nickel debuting right in the pay-per-view portion of the card. Uh, he's This is his debut against Jamie Pickett, the Night Wolf, making his return. Uh, Pickett, the Night Wolf, is 13-8. Eight knockouts, one submission. He's been knocked out twice, submitted three times. Two and four in the UFC. He's lost two straight. He's he won two before that. So he went. He lost two, one two, the other way around. Uh, last two L's are all via finish. He's gone one and two. Went one and two in the Contender Series. Is he the only three? Is he the only three timer? No, there's an, there's a heavyweight that went three times too, wasn't there? Dante Mays, right? Right, right, right. I thought it was someone we just talked about. 
Um, he's fight at light heavyweight was a regional champion 2011 pro MMA debut inch height, four inches of reach over nickel. Uh, he's been outstruck over his UFC and contender series career. That's an extensive contender series career, uh, by 1.11 strikes per minute plus nine, nine, five. Uh, and that's numbers. That number has come down since I originally, uh, did this on Monday. Uh, the Allen assassin is Bo nickel. I always want to read alien assassin. Could he be an alien assassin as well? Sure, why not? He's going to feel that way to pick it when he gets in the cage. This guy's an alien. Uh, he's 3-0 and with one knockout, two submissions. This is his UFC debut. He went 2-0 and in Contender Series because they didn't know how good he was, right, the first time? Nah, they knew. Yeah. <laughs> Wrestling world champion uh, as well. Eight years younger than Pickett. Striking and active striking stats and grappling stats all in his favor over Pickett. He, um, listen to this stat, over his two Contender Series fights, his strike differential is plus 3.68 strikes per minute, and he was not hit on in either fight, according to the official stats. So he's never been hit. Um, minus 2190. And like I said, that number has come down. Uh, it's not going to come down thanks to me because uh, I'm picking it nickel. Actually, I'm not putting money on this. I'm not putting money on a number that low. Maybe a finish prop, but I'm sure that's going to be sky high as well. But yeah, nickel is the obvious pick here and they're giving him a layup to start off. Yeah. Do you know what you would win on a $100 bet if, if, if we're going by our, our usual are, are you good at You're good at conversion. Are you good at math as well? Yeah, right? it's it, $4.50. Seven, I think it's fifty-seven cents. Uh, so that is what we're going to win then. Yeah. What? Well, yeah. He's going to game. Yeah. And again, here's here's the way I would bet this though, because obviously everybody you know isn't tuning in to hear us say Bo Nickel is going to win and did Jamie Pickett is not. Like that. That's not terribly exciting. But if you're looking for a way to bet this and you know you want skin in the game on this fight because you like Bo Nickel or you know you're just one of those DJs who has to have skin on everything. I think the play here is Bo Nickel by submission. Um, you know, like while he went out there and, and scored a knockout just to kind of like say he could and to like, you know, show he was well-rounded in that fight. Like, I do think that submission game is going to be like his game. Um, and, and we've we've seen it in two fights in a row, right? Like he, even though he knocked out, uh, knocked down uh, Donovan Beard, he, he went for the submission at the end um, because he, he wanted that finish. I think that's the finish that's going to present itself. And if you're looking to find, you know, odds on that, you know, I'm, I'm looking around, you, you can find them in a whole bunch of different places. Cause obviously people release their, their props at different times, but we're talking like negative 145, negative 150 for Bo nickel by submission, which again, you're, you're paying negative money for a prop, but for a guy who's a 21 to one favorite, uh, like that, that's not a bad number. And I think that's how he's going to get it done. All right, if you say so. Um, yeah, but what was it? Minus what? What? 140, 150, All somewhere right. in that so, range. So we're not entering that in the contest then, because that will not uh, n- not cut it for you. All right, and that's just submission too. What's his finish? Um, the finish uh, prop number. Uh that one's quite a bit higher if I saw yeah. it correctly. Uh, let's see. Bo Nickel wins inside the distance, negative 700 almost. Oh my. God. Yeah, when when you add the KO to it too, it it shoots pretty high. So that that's why I said I think submission is probably the right way to play this one. Yeah. All right. Uh, Jamie Pickett being disrespected, Dan. All right. Here is a fun matchup. This one should should be hopefully much closer. Um, lightweights, Matthias or, or Mateus Gamrot versus Jalen Turner. Like I said, fun fight. We're gonna tell you about the Tarantula Turner first. He's thirteen and five, nine knockouts, four submissions. So he's finished all of his wins. 
three. He's been knocked out three times, six and two in the UFC. However, he's won five straight fights. He used to fight uh, up at welterweight. He went one and in the contender series, two and in Bellator, and one and in World Series of Fighting. Five inches taller than Gamrot, seven inches reach on him, and five years younger than him as well. He's twice more active landing strikes than Gamrot is. He has outstruck his opponents by 2.17 strikes per minute. He's at plus 180. Gamer, Gamrot, 21 and two with one no contest, seven knockouts, five submissions, never been finished in a fight. Four and two in the UFC. He lost his last fight. He's taking this one on short notice. He was a KISS W champion at two different weight classes because he used to fight down at Featherweight. 2012 pro MMA debut, grappling champion as well. Striking stats better than Turner's. He's been outstruck barely over his UFC career by minus 0.08 strikes per minute. He's at minus 220. We'll go over to you. Yeah, I'm, I'm going Chuck here. I, I like Matthews Gamera. Uh, I, for, for a second, entertained the idea of liking Jay Wynn Turner in this fight because of his length and because he's not taking this fight on short notice. And, you know, there's all kinds of factors where you'd be like, oh, maybe, maybe he scoot in here on Jay Wynn Turner. But the problem for me is... Jalen Turner just hasn't shown me that he can deal with somebody who chain wrestles like Matthews Gamrot. G- Gamrot is so good in the grappling department. This is a guy who's gone toe-to-toe with Benil Dariush. He's gone toe-to-toe and beat Armin Sarukian in that realm. He went toe-to-toe with Diego Fajeda. He's basically coming off of three straight fights where he fought maybe three of the best, like, pure like wrestle grapplers, right? Because I'm not going to say just like Purdue Jiu-Jitsu guys, because then you'd have to involve Charles Oliveira. But if we're talking about guys who can like wrestle and do Jiu-Jitsu really well, he might have just fought three of the best in the division in a row, or at least like three out of the top five, let's say. And we're talking about a Jalen Turner who, you know, Brock Weaver countered him on the ground after being knocked down and then took him down himself. You know, Brock Weaver, not even with the UFC anymore. You know, Matt Frivola just kind of, ragdolled Jalen Turner and, and, you know, took him down four times and had six minutes of top control or something like that. Like, I, I don't know. I, I really like the idea of Turner being better from distance, but it's not like Gamrot has shown like his chin can't take a shot or two. And he's so good chaining those takedowns together. So yeah, I like Gamrot here. I'm going Turner. I love I kind of. I thought you were going to. <laughs> yeah. I, I love Jalen Turner. Um, He's, such a good fighter um and he's good everywhere he's gonna be way bigger than gamrot um but yeah gamrot's tough like he's a gamer dan he's he, a gamer, he is so. a, he is a gamer <laughs> yeah but I, I i like the underdog number i like the fact that he's uh gamrot is on short notice as well because i'll remind, remind you short notice 37 percent hit rate for people coming in on short notice this year they're doing a bit better 56 percent. but I, I think uh turner is worth a roll of the dice here um dangerous fighter tough matchup for him but uh I think the short notice is going to help him a, out a bit. So we shall see. We shall see. Walter Waits, Jeff Neal versus Shavkat Rachmanov. Um, I'll tell you about Neal. Hands of steel, Neal. Hands with the Z of steel. 15-4, nine knockouts, two submissions. He's been knocked out once, submitted once. 7-2 in the UFC. He's won two straight fights. Before that, he lost two straight. Uh, he won his last movie, a knockout. Used to fight at middleweight. 1-0 in the Contender Series. He's missed weight at welterweight twice. 2012 pro MMA debut. He's more than two times more active landing strikes than Rachmanov. However, he's been outstruck in the UFC by 0.01 strikes a minute. So basically a wash. He gets what he receives. He's at plus 385. 
Nomad, Rachmanov, 16-0, eight knockouts, eight submissions. By my math, that means he's finished everyone. 4-0 in the UFC. He was the M1 champion before this and also a regional champion. Two inches of height, two inches of reach on Neil. Four years younger. He's outstruck his UFC opponents by 1.15 strikes per minute. What else can I tell you? His grappling stats are better than Rachmanov's. He's at minus, oh, yeah, he's at minus 530. Gumbo. No, it's me. Rachmanov is the pick. I love Shavkat Rachmanov. Kind of a, t- a tough fight. I don't like the minus 530. I think it's closer than that. Neil is a, a very dangerous fighter, but uh, I think Rachmanov can get the job done. But I'm staying away from minus 530. Yeah, and in, in, I'm pretty sure I've warned a couple of people off this one for a parlay, too. Like, if you want to throw some of the other big, huge odds, you know, the Bo Nickel or the, you know, the the Ian Gary odds in there, you know, by, by all means. But this one is kind of a stay away from for me because... Yeah, he's a hot prospect. I do think he's really good. You know, the way he throws his hands is really deadly. The fact that he can mix in great submission skills makes me favor him over Jeff Neal. But man, you know, Jeff Neal coming off of a win over Vicente Luque. Like, man, it's hard to fade a guy who just went in there and put out Vicente Luque. Uh, You know, like there's so many reasons to like him for that. But yeah, I I like the length of Rachmanoff. I like the submission game of him. I'm going to pick him to win, but yet 530 is just not a price tag I'm paying on on this fight. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Agreed. Um, will you wear a cool hat, Dan? Of course. He always does. Of course. That, what's the money? Uh, yeah, you can't get a good line on that, I guess, can you? Uh, it depends it's on the type given. of book you have. <laughs> it's probably probably a given, though, uh, that he's going to wear his cool hat. Um, all right. I'm going to tell you about something else that's cool once I open up my web browser that I have it on on my phone here. I'm going to tell you about what's the other thing I'm going to tell you. Underdog Fantasy, that's what I'm going to tell you about because we are sponsored also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog is your home for off-season NFL best ball drafts. What's that, Dan? A best ball draft? What's an NFL best ball draft? So it, it's when you you draft an NFL roster and they yep. give you just the, the best roster each and every week so you, you don't have to set your lineup. Okay. Gotcha. So whoever does the best. <laughs> Okay, yes. I don't play best ball, so I wondered. I got you now. All right. But they also got you covered for a ton of other daily games, including NBA, NHL, and PGA. Underdog Fantasy is a great way to get down on your favorite player props if they're not available in your state. Head over to underdogfantasy.com and use promo code SGPN for 100% deposit bonus up to 100 bucks. That's underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN. And that's why Gumby is here. He always has the answer I'm looking for. That's why I always have co-hosts that always have answers on my shows. I can always pitch to them and they'll have an answer. Uh, yeah, I try. Which is why they, get, uh, my co-hosts always get um, good reviews and stuff. And, and they just say I'm the setup man. Also, I right? think the, I think the last review was kind of, although I guess it was a setup man review for you when it said yeah. multiple regional championships. on. Oh his. yeah, that's right. That's me. I made that up. It's true. Yeah. I thought, but you meant the one the, from the but guy. Then again, that's, maybe your that, brother. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Totally <laughs> slanted to you. No, but that that one multiple regional championships on your mantle. Although that is you setting me up, right? Because I oh, that's right. Yes, yes, <laughs> that's true. I can't even remember how that started, but I'm glad it did because apparently it's it's a uh, fan favorite. So we'll have to you, get you. Uh, I, I do remember fixed. the origin. Of oh it. yeah, you used to just say it all the time. You didn't used to kick it to me, and then you did try to kick it to me once, and it completely caught me off guard. <laughs> and then we had like a ten minute conversation about who the hell has mantles anymore. Yeah, exactly. Everyone yeah. does. I, yeah, I, you do. I, you have one right behind you, don't you? Yeah, it's it's sitting right next to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I have shelves, Bobby, but no mantles. So, all right. 
this lady should have a mantle because she's got a lot of a lot of uh, championships, a lot of guns too. You think she has her guns all up on her mantle too? Probably. Women's flyweight champion Valentina Shevchenko is back. It seems like it's been forever, right? Because she used to be one that would pretty consistent every few months you'd, you'd see her, but not so much now. She's fighting Alexa Grasso, and this is for her 125-pound championship. Uh, Shevchenko's, of course. All right, challenger, Grasso, 15-3, four knockouts, one submission. She's been submitted one time, so very durable fighter. 7-3 and three in the UFC. She won four straight and five of six, which will get you into the into a, a title shot. Uh, has not lost since September 2019. Oh, the good old days of we were in. No, there was no COVID yet. It hadn't uh, hadn't leaked from the lab yet. Right, Dan? It's it, there, I, I, there had not been any COVID yet. <laughs> oh, the good old days. You don't want to talk about lab, lab leaks? Lab League is is a isn't that a reference to baseball? The, the... Lab League that could be a good title. Lab League and then all the uh, conspiracy people. Oh, la- I thought you were saying I thought you were saying Lab League. There's a no. baseball podcast I listen no. to that talks regularly about Lab League. No, we're talking about the it leaked from the lab, right? That's oh, what the conspiracy leak. people like to say. Leak. It leaked those Chinese people, those Chinese scientists, right? I'm gonna we're cut gonna, all this we're, out. We're gonna get so <laughs> many. We're gonna get so many good reviews now. Anyhow. I'm gonna. Uh, I'm going to cut this all. <laughs> all right, fine. Cut it. Cut it. You, you won't hear my winning picks coming up uh, when I pick Grasso. Um, all right. What else can I tell you about her? She used to fight down at strawweight. That's an issue here. Uh, 4-0 and in Invicta. 2012 pro MMA debut. Five years younger than Shevchenko. 1.6 times more active landing strikes than the champion. She has outstruck her opponents by 1.12 strikes per minute. She's at five, plus 545. Bullet Shevchenko. 23-3. and three, Eight knockouts. Seven submissions. She's been stopped one time. Knocked out once. Uh, 12 and 2 in the UFC, seven title defenses of her championship. She's won nine straight fights. She's has not lost since September 2017. And she her only UFC losses are to a woman named Amanda Nunez. I don't know why I did a at the starting of it, but it sounded good. Right? Right. <laughs> sure. uh, it sounded great. She was up, you're cutting this out too. She was up at Bantamweight at, at those uh for those fights. 20 2003, excuse me, from May debut. Two and oh as a Boxer. Okay, listen to listen to this. This is why she needs the mantle as well, not just for a gun. Uh, Muay Thai world champion, judo champion, taekwondo champion, kickboxing champion, along with the UFC championships. Uh, striking and grappling stats in favor over Grasso. She's outstruck her UFC opponents for 1.29 strikes per minute, and she's at minus 835. But for once, she's not the biggest line uh, of the night on a fight card. Not almost by a third, right? Yeah. Almost three times bigger yeah. for Bo Nickel, which is crazy. Yeah. Shevchenko's the pick here, right? Like I, you know, that that's definitely a number you could throw in a parlay here because while I, I don't generally like, you know, dabbling on negative 800 numbers, she's got massive advantages over Grasso when it comes to grappling. And the thing that Grasso wants to do is like strike from range and she's going to, you know, being a huge size discrepancy here with Shevchenko, you know, looking like a bantamweight and having fought at bantamweight for a large portion of her career and Grasso being a strawweight. So, you know, while I've, I liked Grasso's kind of like run through the Fed flyweight division, she's just never been the type of fighter who is going to give Shevchenko problems. Uh, you know, like Shevchenko needs to be beat by somebody, you know, T- Talia Santos wrote the blueprint on how to beat Valentin Shevchenko. And Alexa Grasso has none of the tools to follow that blueprint. So, uh, yeah, give me Shevchenko here. Yep. Doesn't matter if Shevchenko looked uh, a little less than herself in the past few fights. Yeah, she's just the size alone uh, could win this fight for her over Grasso. 
and then you throw in all the other things that she's amazing at as well. So uh, give me Shevchenko here. And now we go to our main event. And this is what a main event this is. Heavyweight Championship of the World. Vacated. Uh, John Jones versus Cyril Gain. Apparently is actually happening. Hopefully we're only a couple of days out now. Hopefully this fight does happen. You may have to cut all this out too, Dan, for all we know, right? <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. Uh, all right. Gain. Bon Gamin. Good kid. I don't even have to ask. We've talked about this multiple regional times. Uh, he's at 11 and he's 11 and one, five knockouts, three submissions, never been finished in the fight. He's eight and one in the UFC. His only loss of his career was to Francis Ngannou. He is the, or was the interim champ, excuse me. Uh, won his last fight via knockout, was a regional champ before, 13 and 0 in Muay Thai and a champion there. Three years younger than Jones. I was going to look this up, but I forgot. Is this the first time Jones has been the older man in a fight? Um, you know that off the top of your head? Maybe? I, was maybe? I, I don't actually know the answer to that. He's born in 87. This is another... People like looking things up. Uh, who could have been younger than him? Dominic Reyes, Dom possibly? Re- Dom Reyes, probably? Reyes, 89. Okay, Reyes was younger than him. Yeah. But I, that's probably the only time, right? Probably. Santos isn't. Smith isn't. Is he? No. Gustafsson? Probably not. No, definitely yeah, not. So, no, same age. So, anyhow. Yeah, usually um, what I'm saying is John Jones has gotten old. Not right before our eyes, uh, in, in the shadows. He's gotten old. Um, anyhow, Bongamin, we're talking about. He's more active landing strikes than Jones is. He's outstruck his UFC opponents by 2.86 strikes per minute. He's at plus 140. John Bones Jones, who, this is the first time we've ever had to break down one of his fights, Dan, right? This is, yeah. This is it. Yeah, this since time. we've started this podcast. And we've been around 304 episodes, so uh, we've done more Conor McGregor fights than, than John Jones. Uh, Jones is 26-1 and one with one no contest. He didn't really lose that fight. It was disqualification. In the no contest, he actually had won. Uh, he's got 10 knockouts, six submissions, never been finished in a fight. It looks like I said, uh, disqualification for 12 to six elbows. Uh, he's 20 and one with one no contest in the UFC. He was a champion with 11 title defenses at light heavyweight. This is his first step up to heavyweight. He's won four straight fights. He's not fought since February of 2020. Was a regional champ before this 2008 pro MMA debut. Was a wrestling champion in high in that I guess high school probably and college. Uh, is a pro grappler, three inches of reach on gain. He's outstruck his UFC opponents by 2.08 strikes per minute, and he also has better grappling stats than gain minus 165. Let's fade John Jones, Dan. I'm taking gain. Um, There's just too many questions heading into this uh, with John Jones. Obviously, he's. In my eyes, he's, he's the greatest fighter of all time that we've seen in MMA, but he's not looked good or he's not looked at uh, his peak level over his last three fights. And they were many, many, many years ago. So we got the ring rust issue. We got the fact he's never fought at this weight with his new body. Uh, he's never fought anyone as big and strong and who can hit like a zero. Uh, yeah, zero gain can. Uh, grappling obviously is is uh, could be an issue if Jones decides to uh uses grappling which he's not done in the past when he should have so um yeah like i said too many question marks for me um going into this one i'll 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 take the plus money and take my chances with that yeah i'm gonna take surreal gain too um and and the big piece for me at the end of the day here is you you know i i I agree with you on most of those things right like that i think that you know john jones's ring rust is a problem going up and weight is a problem and i hear everybody saying that like He's just going to out-wrestle him, right? You know, Surreal got out-wrestled by Francis Ngannou. But also, like, Surreal got out-wrestled in that fight a lot because he didn't see it coming. 
right? Like th- there were no there were no signs that Francis Ngannou was like this stellar wrestler that nobody was gonna catch. And and the first takedown, to be fair, was just that he like caught one of Surreal's kicks. Uh, and then once he was like, oh, I have some top control here because Surreal's tired and we're in the championship rounds, he just kept going back to that. I don't know that Surreal is going to go into this fight and be shocked that John Jones is trying to take him down. And, you know, for the record, John Jones against like guys who are big and tall trying to take them down, he has not been really successful against like taller fighters. Like when he fought Dominic Reyes, he went two of nine on those takedowns. Uh, that that's not a good percentage against a guy who a lot of us don't think of as being a particularly adept offensive or defensive wrestler in Dominic Reyes. So like, yeah, I, I, I hear that the argument that that could be how he wins. And I guess if he won that way, it wouldn't be the most shocking thing, but I really do think, you know, like the way that he goes to his wrestling and stuff like that just is not conducive to getting surreal game down regularly. Uh, I, I think surreal is going to, keep this on the feet and also from a striking perspective i just don't trust john jones's fight iq and i know that like when somebody says you know john jones or you know who's got the best fight iq john jones's name comes up all the time like i don't necessarily agree he almost gave that fight away to tiago santos he almost gave that fight away to dominic reyes just by like never putting his foot on the gas even when he was seemingly like in a safe enough position to do so so, like, yeah, I, I'm going with you. I'm, I'm going to take a dog in the main event here. I'll take some real game. Yeah, yeah, the fight IQ, maybe it was maybe it was a thing back in the day when he was, like, a prodigy. But, yeah, he, he tends to get in almost, like, uh, pissy matches with people and trying to beat them at, at their game, which which worked for him back when he was, like I said, a prodigy and better, better and bigger and more athletic and stronger than everyone. But that's not going to be the case here. Yeah, no, and, and, you know, it definitely was a thing once upon a time, right? Like, yeah. t- taking taking Rampage down and submitting Rampage uh, and just deciding, hey, I'm, I'm not going to throw hands with Quentin Rampage Jackson. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, like, good. Don't, I'm not going to stand at distance with Loyola Machida. Let's clinch him against the cage. Like, good. Yep, that's good. But, like, you know, you're, you, you're coasting to a split decision against Tiago Santos, who's standing on one leg. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He ripped his knee apart. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It was torn in like three spots. And he was like, oh, yeah, this is a nice decision. And one judge had it for Santos. You know, one judge had it for yeah. Santos and the other two had given Santos at least two rounds. So like the the fight IQ that we were once lauding, I think, is maybe not what we once thought it was. Yeah. Maybe the outside is bleeding into the inside of the cage now with, with this man. Um, all right. I'll recap our picks and then we will give you are locks dogs props parlays all all the fun stuff all right we both have gain as an underdog we both have shevchenko as a opposite of, of an underdog um we both have rockmanov as a very big favorite as well dan has gamrot i have turner as an underdog and we both have nickel as the biggest favorite is that the biggest favorite we've had I always i've I, asked this before i know but. i i think it's got to be yeah I, I and i'm in on more dogs than you again on, on the on the main card Look at that. Crazy, eh? Crazy times. All right. Locks, dogs, props, uh, all that fun stuff. I think I'm going to have to go first this week. Uh, and I got a pick ready. Tabitha Ricci, Baby Shark is my lock pick, minus 315 over Jessica Penny. All right. I, I like that one. Uh, I'm going to go with one at a little bit better of a price and one that you don't agree on. Oh, well, that's uh, not a good pick then. Uh, Matthews Gamera. Uh, I, I think we're going to see... 
I think we're going to see a wrestling clinic here. And negative uh, 220 is both a price I like and a, a fighter I just think is, is going to have kind of an easy time here. Oh, that hurts. That hurts. I thought you were in on the Jalen Turner train, Dan. I love Jalen Turner. I just yeah. think and anybody who gets taken down four times and controlled for six minutes by Matt Frivola is going to have a really miserable time with Matthews Gamrot, whether he was in uh, camp or not. Fair point. Fair point. All right. Let me see what underdogs I'm in on that I like the best. I thought, am I not on a whole bunch of dogs in the... Uh... You you are. A, you're on a lot more in the prelims. Really? Yeah. Uh... I think you were on two, two each, maybe. Okay. Let me see. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. I'm looking at the early prelims. All right. The prelim prelims. The main portion. Who do I like best here? All right. It's going to come down to... Um, no, I'm going gain plus 140. What do you think of that? Uh, I don't hate that one. That was probably, uh, I think that might have been my number two here. So, okay. uh, my, my number, number one, one? I, I'm going Derek Brunson. Yeah, that's uh, what I was thinking myself, too. Yeah, I, th- I think that prospect loss is coming for Dragus Duplices. Uh, in, uh, and it's going to come in the form of some, some pretty gnarly wrestling. You're going to see all of my picks here on the uh, lock dog prop. Are wrestling based. Uh, Gamera yeah. in, in Brunson, baby. All right. Uh, all right. Prop time. Uh, this is when you Gavin, make me do your dirty work yep, for this you. Is, <laughs> this is when you do the research for me. What's Rockmanov via finish? Right. Is that a Rock, decent enough Rockmanov, number? Rockmanov inside the distance. Do you want inside the distance or do yeah, you want. Um, at first, I want inside the distance because this man okay. can do it all. That's true. He can do it all. Rachmanov inside the distance, negative 175. All right. I think that's good enough for me. So uh, Rachmanov, like uh, minus 175, you said? Yeah. What would you, uh, I'm not changing it, but what would you guess? Would you guess knockout or would you guess uh, submission for him? Or are you guessing neither in this fight? You know, it wouldn't shock me to see Jeff Neal survive, but... uh, but ne- negative 175 sounds about right for Shafkat inside the distance. Yeah. You didn't answer my question. Uh, if it was going to be one <laughs> of those two, I would probably say submission. Okay. But uh, uh, not change it. All right. Go ahead. Your turn. Uh, all right. And uh, for me, uh, going back to my wrestling picks and playing off of your lock, uh, I'm also going to take Tabitha Ricci here. Uh, but I like Tabitha Ricci by decision specifically um, because, you know, Jessica Penny's got a good sub game. Um, you know, Tabitha Ricci has taken her last two opponents down like 12 times or something like that. She hasn't gotten a sub in either of those fights. Um, and, and it's been since she lost to Michelle Watterson, uh, back at like Invicta five that Penne has lost by decision or lost by submission. So I'm going to say Tabitha Ricci by decision and that's only negative negative one twenty. So, uh, yeah, I'd like to price on that prop. Yeah, I like that one because she's not uh, not really a finisher. Well, she's got three finishes in seven fights, so I guess it's all right. But uh, it's only three finishes. Uh, and it's so. and it's mostly it's mostly on her like regional career too that she yep. did that. Yep, those uh, suspect Brazilian uh, circuit. You never know uh, what you get. It's not Samurai Fight House though. No, it's no Samurai Fight House. But what is? All right. Um, let's recap. Dan's got Gamrot as a lock. I have Ricci. He has Brunson as his underdog. I have Gain. He has Ricci via decision as his prop, and I have Rachmanov inside the distance as my prop. And now, two-fight parlay is going to win you lots of money. We call it the Hungry Man Jong Superfan Parlay, named after our superfan Hungry Jong uh, in the Discord. Go ahead. 
All right, I'm going to double down on my Matthews Gamrot pick uh, and squeeze him into the Hungry Man Jarring parlay here. I, I like him by decision. Uh, Jaywin Turner, don't get me wrong, I think has a wrestling deficiency sometimes, or at least a defensive wrestling deficiency. But he, he's also not weak in the, his submission game in his own right. Like, his, his jujitsu isn't bad. I don't see him getting knocked out here. So let's take Gamrot by decision here. Gamrot by decision plus 270, uh, which is actually... The way I think is the most common for him to win here. So, yeah, give me Matthews Gamrot plus 270. And I'm going to pair that with uh, a prop out of the curtain jerker here. Uh, Loic Rodzboff is a fighter who, first of all, I think has got a tremendous ground game. And he's going to be up against a guy, first of all, from Samurai Fighthouse, who has not been forced to fight on the ground. So give me Rodzboff by submission. I think he gets it done on the mat. That one's plus 250. So if you pair those two together, you're going to get plus 1195. Nice. That's what we like. Uh, so we got Rods Habov, 1195, right? Uh, and via submission and Gamrat via decision as I'm all over the map here. So I'm going to have to get used to saying Loic Rods Habov. You think he's going to be good and stick around? I mean, he was one fight away from a million bucks. So, a million uh, dollars. Yeah. So, like, I think he's he'll be around. <laughs> All right. He'll be around. All right. As will we. We'll be back. In, how's that for a transition? We'll be back in your heels on Sunday. Going to recap how great we did with all their picks. We also talk about how great Gumby's Friday is Friday, right? For PFL Friday picks did. Yeah. Although one of them's already off because yeah, that's, that's how true. PFL Challenger yeah. Series works. <laughs> yep. Um. All right. So we will be talking about that, all that stuff in our Discord, sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. If you don't want to wait till Sunday to speak with us, get in there. Or you can speak with us on Twitter if you want. SGP and MMA is our official account that Gumby runs. I'm at Jeff Fox Writer. He's at Gumby Vreeland. He's got his Top Turtle MMA podcast. Gumby's on there with some other Yahoo as a co-host, not me. Um, even though I have guested occasionally. Um, not occasionally. Twice, maybe? Something like that? More, more than once. And sure. I acted very, like I didn't act goofy at all. Notice no, that not, I, I, I uh, so, yeah, I was very um, serious about things. So um, I can turn it on and off. So anyhow, listen to that. He's got Tabitha Ricci and he's got uh, the guy who's fighting right after her. Mana, 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 Mana Boy Martinez. Um, what else? Let me see. Sportsgamblingpodcast.com. That's the place to be, obviously, for all your needs in Sports Gambling Podcasts. Land, uh, articles, our podcasts, discounts, contests, all that fun stuff. And enter my Pick'em contest at the very least. And you can read all my MMA writing at moneymma.substack.com. A free subscription will get you, uh, allow you to enter the Pick'em contest. A paid subscription will make you a legend in my eyes. So even better. Um, is that it? Yeah, I, I think you got it. I'm, I'm rambling, which means it's time to say goodbye, but I'm letting Gumby do it. All right, I'm Data Gobi Freeland. He's Jeff Hands of Steel Fox, and we will see you on Sunday.